How about this? How about this for this? This is Luna Tristesa, and I'm here telling you folks to listen to the Hard Luck Podcast Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Do you realize that we're doing promos in front of our own show? Yeah, but I mean, <clears throat> I feel like that just reinforces it. There's some people that they'll hear that for the first time. That's true. All, All right, right, here we go. All right, let's go. Stop fucking around. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified, qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. A la verga, way. A la verga, way. Coming at you from the PYFC in the city of Santa Monica. Sitting across from me, my co-host and partner. Chumahan Bowen. American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here on the west side again to bring you that motherfucking heat. Come on! Come on. First listener that writes in and That's tells it. me. First listener that writes in and tells me where the fuck this song is from. What movie with this song is from? Wins a fucking nipple twist from Schwartz. Yeah. Mmm, doom, huh? And that sound. Coming straight from old blue eyes. That's right, Sean Lewis, certified audio professional and engineer for the Hard Luck Show. That's right. Damn, oh, man. Shit, like man. Damn, like that. Oh, blue eyes like revenge. Oh. Yeah, come into my Atari mindset, motherfucker. Extraordinaire producer Schwartz Producing extraordinary shit What's yep. up fellas? I keep good I can't hear you What's good Big Luck? I can't hear you no Hey What's going on with you? Happy to be here bro Like that Benny the Butcher you sent me yesterday I want oh, balls man, that Why do you come four. in on that? I want balls uh, Hey because, because whenever this guy Crack Commandments by Benny the Butcher Okay. Ten crack commandments. Ten more crack commandments. Ten more? Yeah, All right, let's start. By Benny the Butcher. Kick it with us. I got love for the homies that pop right up. Let's bring you in again. Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one. It's the ten crack commandments. Wow. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, one. This is the original. This is the biggie. Yeah, we want the one by... Ten crack commandments. Ten more crack commandments. I typed in ten more and this motherfucker. Benny. Benny. I see Benny the Butcher, but I don't see all the other Tana Talk 4. What? T A double N A Talk 4. There we go. That's that mausoleum. That's that. That's one of them. Full on mausoleum. Yeah, that's mausoleum. Yeah. I want to they let me eat. No, the streets was my expertise. I can't music I want all drug traffic. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I want commandments. Frank Wright, rest in peace. And our extraordinary showrunner. Yeah, here we go. The lyrics, hey, when you get a chance, Shimon, the lyrics sick. 
coming out of Santa Monica. Alright, I'm properly proud. Here we go. Little, little Schwartz, just relax with your bowl of weed. Yeah. Um, it's alright that yeah. you smoke so much weed Because Schwartz, we got Schwartz, Big Mike Schwartz. He's gonna do the skatey scat on the Schwartz, mic to Angela Do your skatey scat, get him on the thing Go ahead Schwartz, 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 Schwartz And on audio, it's Ali Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. 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 Yo, Ali on the visuals. You already know. Thank you, Ali. Dude, you know what I was thinking? You know Good morning, Neil. Hey, Good morning. You know what time it is. You know what I was thinking? I was thinking we should get like General Patton's fucking speech to the troops right before D Day and have Ali read it and have Ali be like, all right, troops. Uh, you already know. <laughs> it's time to kill these Japs. Um, but before, is there any way that we could pe- have a peaceful conversation? About it, maybe. Okay, no? All right. By the way, I just made the pants for Cosmic Demise. All right. All right. Oh, we got Mike Angelo in the house. Mike. What up, y'all? Good morning. Scatman Crothers. Scatman Crothers. I'm kind of constipated. I don't feel like scatting right now. Oh, Jesus. It's a different type of scat, bro. Gravy like gravy like scat man. Right, he does sound like he's got sound like sound like he got pasted up. Yeah, brick leg, brick leg, concrete leg. Well, what are you eating, bro? I mean, are you eating fiber? What's going on? Yeah, we need to shake off a couple bricks in the bathroom and come back out and start over again. You need some prunes, bro. Chumon, do you see that picture of Schwartz? How good is that? You got to send what? that to us. Bro. Sounds like a child Let me see that. Ladies and gentlemen, post that. Hey, can we post that? Please send that to me. This is, are you kidding me? That shit's awesome. That's like from the little rascals. send it to yourself right now. Yeah, I'll send it. Hey, who the fuck you talking to? Fuck you talking about, stupid. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little fucked up. But I mean, imagine this prick last week. This guy told me to fucking christen his kids. 7,000 I charge you. This guy. Yeah, this guy. This guy. Schwartz, that's a gold fucking stand. We put that on hardluckshow.com. Bro, I'll put that on a Hard Luck Show shirt. Hell yeah, dude. It's a headshot, man. That is a head. (laughs) This guy. Oh, dude, that's really good. What, are you fucking kidding me, this one? All right, come on. All right. So what do we got today, fellas? I'm going to fuck with that image. Ladies and gentlemen. What do we got today? Ladies and gentlemen, from the past. Smart. What do we got today on the show? Hey, bro, now listen. Hold on a second. Uh, uh, let's start off. Dude, you guys, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Everybody I can't believe you picked that song out just now, dog. You totally got me, dude. <laughs> That's good. Um, today, we have my brother. Wow. From, from another. Um, man, it's been 30 years plus, maybe a little over 30 years, been running with this dude, man. Just my, oh, right. my, my, my brother, my soul brother. Um, soul brother I love this one. man. I uh, stand beside him through no matter what, man. I have just talented, talented soul. Hey, let's welcome Ronald Price to the show. Yeah. Big Ronnie. Price is right. Let's go. Let's Price go. Right. Yes. Welcome, man. Yeah. Up, G. Yeah. Thank you. Thank my you. boy. Thanks yeah. for having me, partner. 
Long, Long time of coming, bro. I've been trying to get you. Been Long trying to get you out here for a while. <laughs> yeah, been yeah. a long time of coming. Here, hey, Ronnie brings out the country in uh, in, yep. in, in in big, big lux, huh? Yes, it's been a long time of coming, big. Ronnie. Yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> it's been a long time of coming, Ronnie. <laughs> Thank you all for having me. Yeah. yeah. Who did we up? listen? Who was that coming in when we listened that to was right a now? Charlie Crockett, Run Horse Run. Damn. Run that's Horse a, Run. That's a, a black. Uh, black uh, he's, uh, country Creole. singer. I think he's Creole, Creole yeah, That's out of Texas. Man, dude. Yeah. Awesome. I like that beat. Yeah, man. He's badass. It was reminding me of the opening of the song from that movie uh, when dude's on the horse, uh, on the white horse uh, from uh, Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. Yeah, oh, it yeah, reminded me dope. of the opening song. Anyways, Ronnie, fucking thank you, brother, for getting down here, man. Um, listeners, if you're listening, you know, we've, me, Chumon, and Ronnie have. We've all, us three have known each other for a long, uh, for a time. long time, and I'm talking about 20 years. And yeah. but me and Ronnie have known each other preceding that for like 32, if you really mm. want to put like a number on it, something like that. And uh, <clears throat> Ronnie has always been creative. He's he's worked in 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 the film and TV business for a long time, years, years uh, probably about 30 years at least. About 30 years, oh, yeah. Huh? I mean, growing up. Ronnie, that's what he did, and everybody knew it, and you stayed with it, you know, a long time, Ronnie. And but you've you've tippy toed as well. Ronnie tells, what do you do? What have well, you been doing? Actually, in? this is behind the scenes. I'm just a pretty much set dresser, teamster. I've done props and uh, a little bit of production designing, but uh, most for most part uh, now I'm doing the teamster thing. You're doing teamster for, thing? on the props thing. Uh, you ever put uh, like a gun in front of Alec Baldwin with caps in it, <laughs> yeah. and then he killed somebody or yeah. anything like that? Nah, no, no comment. No comment. Maybe yeah. on the next one with him. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then I don't so, even know if that's something to be joking about. Yeah, no. too uh, soon, I mean, man. Too on soon. Our, on Not our, even on our show. Yeah, <laughs> right. But it's a hard luck. Thirty years you're doing this. Yeah, and obviously in that thirty years has the thirty years been a whole thirty of you being be, behind the scenes and wanting to do more or get into a different position in in entertainment or were you is that what you were out to do and well, is that I mean, your... for you know there was always a a, a, a little more than I that I wanted to do creative you know because I've always mm -hmm. written you know I used to I like poetry I like to write short stories stuff like that uh, but uh, in the film business you know a young cat you know and out there running the streets making good money uh, at this work that I do, I was just happy doing that job for quite a long time. Right. You know, and uh, sometimes they call it the golden handcuffs because, you know, you can give your dreams and sure. other stuff, stuff away because you're making great money doing this, you know, this other job. Sure. that Luckily, I, I kind of fell into uh, by way of old girlfriend, stuff like that. Uh -huh. But um, but yeah, uh, part of the reason I wanted to stay in the business was because of uh, because of um, the different things that we were doing all the time. You know, we'd always be out in the desert or in the mountains and stuff like that. And uh, locations and, I, and yeah. building it out. And yeah. Stuff. And one time, I think, uh, I don't know, probably about a half a year into a year in, I saw uh, we were up shooting between uh, Palm Springs and the Salton Sea. And uh, uh, a sandstorm came in. And I thought it was, uh, I didn't think you would have sandstorms like that. You know, it looked mm -hmm. like from the movie The Mummy and stuff. Like, I thought these are the kind of things you only see in Egypt, mm -hmm. you know. And, in the uh, desert. And stuff yeah, like in, the, in like real desert, you know. Right. And uh, and so it came over us. And then it, after it rolled over us, so we stopped shooting the whole nine. And, you know, back in the in the, in the the back of a station wagon at this time, because this is in the 80s, late 80s, um, on our way back to the hotel, um, a static storm happened. 
Now, the moon was the moon was coming up. The sun was setting. There was dust in the air. There were no clouds, but lightning bolts started popping off, pop, 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 left and right. But there mm-hmm. was no, there was it was just static uh-huh. electricity going on. Right. It's like a phenomenon, you know. And it looked like you know, Twilight Zone. And I remember just sitting there thinking, like you know, like I was really amazed at this. I figured like I'd never seen nothing like this, except for the fact that I was working in that business and they had me out there working. Mm. And at that right at that point, I said I'm going to stay in this business for the rest of my life. Now, to no. what degree, you know, that remained to be seen. Right. But I knew that I wanted to stay in that business because I would always see different things and always be in different places. You kind of made a firm so, decision then. Yeah. And you st- and you kind of and that's where you've stayed. <clears throat> and and as of the last, you know, I want to say. 10 years has it been the last 10 years that you've started to step out and play with ideas um in developing things of your uh, own actually before that man, okay it's been a long time you right know, uh you know uh you know started on a documentary film a while back and um you know it's taken some times there's been a lot of ups and downs and uh you started d- working on a documentary that you were going to do on, yeah on what on a uh, uh well it was really about symbols of freedom and I'm uh, making the comparison to, uh, well, I, I went into looking at black motorcycle clubs from back in the 60s and 70s. Are you, not to take it completely off subject, are, you're part of a, um, you're, okay. I, I used to, I used to, I used to uh, belong to a club, uh, okay. cho- Chosen Few. Okay, uh, move forward, for that's it, okay. okay. <laughs> wait, wait, just so Mr. and Mrs. Earbuds hey. know, there was a little, little hand signal and a little look, look, and so if you can read between the lines, you can kind of understand, but essentially, we're just leaving it there, yeah. and you know what I really uh, want? Uh, because you're, you're telling me you're writing a, a documentary, you're doing a documentary on that, and I just yeah. want to bring everybody to speed, like... You, the, the reason you would write do a documentary right. is because you right. I, I, I'll tell you, you what. Ride a bike. I'll tell you what. Uh, years ago, I was doing a job in Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, I went to the the African American Museum in Chicago, and I was with my my ex at the time, and we were walking through, and she's like, "Hey, look!" And there was a picture of um, these three cats in the late 1800s in the Oklahoma territories. These three white cats, and they're standing there with their shirts off on this deck of some kind of building. And uh, in front of him was his brother who was sitting on his knees with a rifle in his hand, and he had a badge on his, th- on his, on his uh, vest. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Mm. I've never seen nothing like that before. And so I read it. It turned out that he was a deputy U.S. marshal and that the guys behind him were surveyors that he was out there protecting, <laughs> you know, watching out for. Right. And um, Hold on, hold on, <clears throat> hold on. Slow down for a second. Who was okay? First of all, who was that deputy marshal? Because we were talking about in a time when racism yeah, was yeah. F- like flagrant. Yeah, like there, nobody was hiding it. Yet, how did he get a badge? So I'll tell you what's up. So I didn't know any. Like I was, I was surprised to see this. And first thing I did is I get back home and I start researching stuff. Right. I started looking at things and whatever. And turns out that um, in the late 1800s, out of Fort Smith, Arkansas. Judge Isaac Parker, also known as the Hanging Judge, right. was deputi- deputizing um, um, black uh, marshals, deputy marshals, to go in the Indian Territories, Oklahoma, pre-statehood. Right. Um, so wait, wait, to bring so, out the outlaw. So hold on a second. Really, to put <clears throat> this into context, what he's talking about, <clears throat> when he says the Indian in the territories, right, the Indian territories, which eventually becomes Oklahoma, at the time, you have to imagine that next to California are like three states where there's no law except for, right, a little bit of Fed and then whatever the Indians are doing. I mean, it's right over there. Wow. And it's an open spot. 
And like, if you go into those territories, you're kind of taking your life into your hands or not. It's a, it's, it's like, it, it was really wild. Like you can die out there and there's nothing to protect. You I mean, from it, right? people it's, did. It's right. pre-statehood. Right. There's pre-state, no right. pretty much no imagine government. That. These are the these are the territories. That's in, that's yeah. you can't imagine that. It's in, yeah, yeah. We can't today imagine. really right. wrap our heads around, around that. that. It would be like in in some weird the way. Free for all. It would be like if Afghan entire Afghanistan was right next to California. And the government couldn't do anything much to help you if you wanted to go in there and fuck right, around. Right, you know, like right. going to Santa Monica. <laughs> <laughs> man, this guy. Man, from the time he pulled up. Let's not have that come up, out of man. your mouth anymore. Uh, hey, you're not allowed to even say that anymore. Uh, it was, He's like, I got to cover this stuff in the back of my truck because we're in Santa Monica. <laughs> well, let me ask. Well, let me ask you this though. Let's get back to this. So, when did you first meet Big Lux? How old were you, and how old was he, and when was that Fuck, approximately? Man, uh, shit, I don't remember how old I was. 22, maybe 23? I can't remember exactly. Um, and I know he was hanging out with our boy Jimmy Jam, and that's, the I think, the first, right? yep. the first night we met. I think the first night we really hung out, we got into it with some people. Were, did we? No yeah. way. Yeah, what happened? No way. But for, uh, what happened? Like, I mean, you know, uh, we got into statute it. Statute of limitations. Well, I can't, yeah. I, I, I don't can't worry remember exactly it. what happened. I just know that Lucky was right there when I was getting into it with somebody. You know? Yeah. And yeah. And, you know, and then ever since then, a we bond was always was clicking. Wait and a then, second. Was it like a geography beef or was it like uh, somebody said the wrong thing? How did, how did, because you guys are big. Ronnie's big. Big, big, big Lux is big. And did so, we get into it the first night? Did we get into it the first night? I, I, these guys it, the are first big, night I'm, we hung, did we I'm, get I'm into I'm pretty it sure it was the first night. You know, it was a long time ago. A lot of drinking and drugs were involved. Yeah. It was through Jimmy. Yeah. It was through Jimmy. It was through Jimmy. Indian territory. And we, were, <laughs> and we must have been about, I, I want to say that I was n- either n- 19 or 20. Right. Well, how, how do you know? Uh, Hand signals going on. Hand signals going on. Yeah, so I, I, trying to think. I think it was actually like 22, 22 years old, maybe 22? 23. Okay. Yeah. okay, all right. Yeah. So think about that. That's 30 years. Right, but right. I'm trying to think about, you know, I'm trying. Well, so, okay, so so you guys hang Five out. Four. Now, Jimmy Five Jams, four. the Jimmy Jams? You mean the producer? The no, producer? Jimmy Jam. No. Where, where was no. Janet Jackson? Jimmy oh, yeah. Jam was uh, like a, like his, <laughs> this DJ breakdown, knew everybody at every club. Like, yeah. Like uh, social butterfly. Oh, like, Jimmy was good. Was Jimmy was good. You don't get a name like Everybody. Jimmy Jam. Without... He's always had all the ladies around him. That motherfucker yeah, yeah. used to take. Yes. That dude used to go take Polo's old lady and my old lady out to the club so he could get more yeah, girls. Yeah, he was on. Yeah. He knew. <laughs> oh, he had a sister. Play. Hey, he'd bring them in like he walked in with them and then ditch them and they'd be out doing their uh, thing. One thing, like, yeah. Jimmy Jam. Yeah. Was always getting right. Was always getting the pee. Right. He was always getting the pee. <laughs> I, I mean, don't know about all that, but he always allegedly. Allegedly. Why is that a crime? This was oh, like, it's no crime, right? It's like I mean, you, Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam he's was, going was with good, lead dude. losses, he, right? He, he's got he's got bait on his arms. Oh, losses. what? We're getting more hand signals. I never seen hey, more man. hand signals. Jimmy like, Jam uh, directing uh, traffic. Hey, Jimmy's <laughs> married now. Don't yeah, talk anymore about pussy. <laughs> she thought he was a Mormon. Oh, uh, that he got here. Here we go. Listen, Jimmy Jam. This is Ronnie. Hold on. This is Ronnie. I just want to say I didn't say any of this bro i don't know what you got going on i believe in your faith healing let's go all right what 
We can uh, uh, we can edit stuff if we need to, right? Oh, oh for of sure. Oh, yeah. Is it coming in? Yes. Don't we'll worry. Loose yeah. lips sink ships. Roddy, don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> this is all coming out, yes, bro. So. Don't you worry. You just so, give us the word. So we met through. <laughs> we met definitely through. It was through Jimmy and. Uh, yeah, man. Inst- <laughs> Pretty immediately, and I think at the time, me and Ronnie, not today, we're not like the same size, but at the time, we were like both kind of similar in build. You know, we were right. both kind of bigger guys. Right, and- that's how you guys got the name Twin Towers. Yeah, sure, right. sure, Chumon. <laughs> and, uh, but I think from the drop, from the moment we met each other, there wasn't no like sussing any, but nothing like that. No. From the moment we met and shook hands, yeah, we started chopping it up on the spot. And yeah. became friends, and and you know I will say this too, like um, man, Ronnie's seen me throughout my life in the most vulnerable. He's seen me win. He's seen me lose. He's seen me in every state I could be. Man, he's been there. He knows me really, really well. But uh, we have just we're similar. I always look at like the similar similarities of me and Ronnie. You know, he handed me off a very, very special book 20 years ago that changed my life. Which was? Uh, Conversations with God by Neil Walsh. And when he gave that to me, once I, I didn't read it right away. It took me a few months. But once I opened it up and read it, me and him were bound for the rest of my life. Uh, like, he, he's one of the most important people in my life. He was the one that turned me on to the truth. And, uh, Same goes for you, man. Same goes yeah. for you. You know, that's Ooh, one, one thing about yeah. Lucky. It's like I, I watched him at like when he when I remember when he uh, uh, what was it was it a uh, not guilty? Yeah. Uh, yep. When over on Melrose was Supermax. Oh, Supermax. Supermax. When he did uh, when he started up that, and you know, one of the first cats out of our clique that was actually doing something, and um, and over the years watching him, just seeing how much he took action on things, and. Uh, and uh, I know there was two guys in my life, and one of them is no longer with us. Mm. But there was two guys in life I, I used to say, you could drop any, these two guys anywhere on planet Earth, and they would make something happen. <laughs> no matter where they were, they would figure it out and make something happen. Right. You know? And, um, you know, this dude, he just keeps coming back like the phoenix, no matter what. <laughs> you know? Right. Lots of ashes, <laughs> lots of fires, but the, but the guy keeps rising. No doubt, man. Yeah, no for doubt. sure. And when I, when I got into, like, really considering the way I wanted to move or certain things or taking actions, because, you know, back in my, my uh, days of drinking and drugging and stuff like that, there was a lot of, you know, low self-worth issues and uh, feelings that I couldn't really accomplish a lot of things, and I didn't really necessarily know how to either. And, um... You know, um, when I did when I did start uh, taking some actions, I realized that's what it was. The only thing separating me from guys like Lucky was the 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 word the the word action or the actual act of action. Mm-hmm. Like one plus one equals two. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. that simple. Action was the key to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter what, even if you don't believe, just keep doing the action. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know, and it's a. Uh, that that was like I said, you know, in, in, in that sense, he was kind of like a hero to me in the sense of how he moved, right? You know, when it when it came to that, um, you know, um, you know, I mean, following dreams and aspiration. One of these things, a saying that I heard a long time ago, was um, uh, it goes, uh, we're so busy waiting for our dreams to come true. Maybe our dreams are waiting for us to become true, right? And in that Ooh. sense, what are the truths about wow. me? Why like am that. I not chasing my dreams? Why am I not? Uh, taking actions on the on the life that I want to live and stuff like that. And believe me, you, you know the battles that go on within for some people are, are major. 
you know, and I had those, you know, I had a lot of that, you know, I didn't see any of that stuff back in the days. And, uh, you know, my drinking and drug went drinking and drugging back in those days went into uh, really about punishing myself for some stuff I don't really care to get into, but some stuff I didn't do uh, back uh, for uh, a particular person that meant a lot to me in my life. Right. You know, so I was on a mission, you know, and uh, and uh, and even when I got out of that, the way of thinking was pretty much the same way. Even when I got out of the drug and the punishment stuff, I still had a certain way of thinking that just wasn't conducive to the, the, the life that I wanted to live. Right. You know? So yeah, this guy here was a great example. And, and, and in a sense also as well as like, even when we were on the streets, I used to watch him, man. This guy was, he wasn't afraid of nothing, man. And what, so how did that, I mean, what's that look like? I mean, does he walk around and like someone gives him a crazy look? He fucking, no. nah, nah, he wasn't like that. You know, so even my, no, nobody in our, like, so we all, everybody in our crew, yeah. bad influence crew back in the days. We bad all, influence. Yeah, B.I. We all ran around in Hollywood and stuff like that. Everybody was from different neighborhoods. Everybody was from different neighbors or different, you know, affiliations. I wasn't affiliated with nothing, but, you know, a couple of guys was affiliated, but the, the other guys were. But we were all from different parts of L.A. Right. Uh, um, you know, when I first came to L.A., I'm from Seattle, Washington, originally. Holly yeah, pa- Holly shout Park. out. There you go, Holly Park Projects, Rainier Beach, the original ones. Hey. Um, Jimi Hendrix, come on. You know? Come on, um, Bruce Lee, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's right, man, Bruce Lee and Jimmy. Um, but, um, but... Somehow, I think every every one of these guys thought a little bit out of the box, mm-hmm. and they wanted to go and do something different or see something different. You know, it's kind of funny. I kind of wish Polo was here right. to talk about because he he has a great story about yeah. when he found this one club that you know that w- when I first ran into him was at this particular club called the Odyssey back in the days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. anyways, oh you, you know, oh it's been talked about yeah. a lot on the show. So um mm-hmm. so yeah um wait a second. Can I just ask a question and and listen. How do you guys, when you're, like, let's say you, you guys are representatives from different places or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And how did you guys all come together? Like, how did, what was the, what was the unifying thing that brought you guys together? You know, I think everybody <laughs> was just real people. Nobody was acting funny, like you said, where there wasn't no tension. Yeah, people kind of met like, and we were just on face value. Hey, what's up? What's and, up? And, and people right. were coming from really different couple brothers and. Mexican, Somebody that white, was affiliated, maybe Mexican, like white, Jewish. Like, we had right, man, just right like now. and and a couple guys within there were were part of something else, you know, as well. Yeah, you know, came from a uh, and so, but we were all close, man. That was that was you know. And then and, and, and then and then out of curiosity, when you guys start hanging out, at what point do you guys go? You know what? We need a fucking name. I don't yeah. even know how that happened. I don't even know how it that just happened, organically yeah. happened, man. And what did you guys try out you different could, ones? No, like no, the crazy it, no, ones. No, it was like people bad they, they influence. Like people, you would always hear <laughs> you bad, bad influence. You were bad influence. People saying that, it just it just stuck. It just I don't know how, but some somebody threw it at us. Yeah, and in one moment, it, that was it. Bi, yeah, you know? bi. But uh, we had <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I tell you, man, we, there's a lot it's of dope, like. Man. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, let me ask you a different question. What's up? All right. Because, you know, Big Lux obviously is. He wants a good story. Listen, shh, let me get there. Big Lux is obviously a, a visible guy, but he's also mysterious. He's, we don't know everything. Hey, Ali, if you're going to be cooking beans, man, can you keep it down, bro? <laughs> 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And so we don't know all of the different stories that go into what makes Big Lux the mysterious, famous man that he is. Don't make that face. Come on. You know you are. Stop it. He's humble. Anyway, the point of the matter is, is you got an interesting story. Like, is there a time where you and Big Lux or whatever got into a little some some or or what? What's one that pops out in your mind? (laughs) Got a little some something. Shit. He's got too much to choose from. Look at him. There was, I mean, there was some stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of stuff. Yeah, I mean, nothing crazy, like, you know, nothing too crazy. I mean, um, we, you know, we, lot of, we, we, we like to go out and we like to have a good time. The whole crew would be out. And, yeah. You know, usually, so like in Hollywood, like, you know, you get guys coming up to Hollywood a lot and um, they'd be from different neighborhoods. Yeah. You know, Mexican gangs, black gangs, white gangs whatsoever, you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. And, uh. And uh, usually they come up and start messing with people when they just, you know, they just felt like they were going to, you know, we never did shit, but usually they'd work away to to one of us. Right. right you right. know, and then we, you know, you know, handle, handle our shit. But, yeah. Um, like what was Big Luck's signature move? Was he like bringing a haymaker or would he look? Right and then punch left. He, no, he had a, he had a good. Like, I don't even know why anybody didn't see his punches coming. Yeah, right, 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 They came from way back. Yeah. You know? yeah. And but, what about you? What was your signature move? Did man, you, uh, you know, I, I'd scream my war cry. No, no, not the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> no, um, man. You know, my thing was uh, P, I'm, so I'm I'm, I'm left handed. Okay. And one thing I used oh, to notice when when I would stand in front of people, they would look and they would they would pause and make an awkward look and then throw an awkward punch. And then I usually step to the right and hit him with the right and then, you know. It would, you hear uh, that? Yeah. You know. That's real methodical shit right there. That's when you're naturally it. operating like that, you're yeah. not really thinking about it or yeah. reminding yourself. That's just like the way you're like, yeah. I'm going to let them make I, the mistake. I always tend to let, I always would step, pause, let them take the first swing. I always seem to do that. You know, it was always easier to do a counter than it is to come in and, and get in at them, you know, and come at them. Once, most, most guys, once they made the move. Yeah, because yeah, most guys aren't trained fighters. Right. And they're not going to they're, they're not gonna know what they're doing, really. Right. I mean, fighting lefties is just awkward. Is that hard for you, Schwartz? <laughs> okay. I Some a people, couple lefties in my so did, you, did you, who taught you how to fight? Oh, man, I... I just fucking, you know, I I tell you what it is, not so much as knowing how to fight as much as I know I just didn't want to get hit. Right. So meaning that when somebody with a lot of guys, a lot of cats, and, and mind you, and I don't I don't want to talk like, cause like I'm, I'm a fighter, I'm badass or just a, but a lot of guys. Ronnie is pretty uh, badass. Yeah, yeah. When a guy says that, that right. means he's badass. Hey, listen, I'm just trying to look. I you said I'm not afraid of nothing. Right. But Ronnie ain't afraid of nothing either, man. I ain't ne- man. I he got, wouldn't I, be my boy. Hey, I got, that, he's I, never eaten cheese, I got a, man, sto- I got a story after this. Yeah. I got a story when I was a little scared. I was like, and, yeah. and this is good. I'm gonna tell you this one. But but so so what it is? A lot of cats when they're doing those barroom balls. A lot of these guys come in, they put their head straight down and just start swinging like that. Yeah. And I'm right. Like this. Like, you know, moving and watching. I kept right. my eyes on them. And, you know, these guys are going for gusto and just putting their head down. And I'm just hoping for And I'm kind of moving out of the way and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's, I think that's what it is. I just did not want to get hit for the right. most part. Right. You know, um, but yeah, there's this one story, man. Lucky, I think uh, our boy Jay Love 
We were at, uh, was it Fantasy Island? Yep. Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. We, we were, I've seen that yeah. place. Right, so we were at Fantasy Island. Out, is it Culver City? or yeah, it's West L.A. West L.A. Yeah. And um, oh, yeah. I forgot what night it was, but somebody grabbed one of the one of the one of our our homeboys, uh, J Love's uh, uh, old ladies, uh-huh. in an inappropriate Shanae. way. Yep. What? What was the name? Oh, nothing. In an inappropriate <laughs> way. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so. I think Jay Love confronted the dude, and the dude uh, bell, tried to bell on him. Yeah. And then from what I heard, because I was outside, what I heard is that Jay Love grabbed the got up, grabbed the mic, and said something. We're gonna fuck this shit or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. And he grabbed the yeah, mic. Yeah, they the grabbed the mic. I don't know, man. That and sounds then, right. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, okay. and then, uh, yeah. so anyways, that's what I heard from what happened on the inside. But everybody's <laughs> everything spilled out into the outside. Now, mind you, I couldn't. I, you can't even write this shit. So we're all in the parking lot. These dudes are from a neighborhood. They all big, all big motherfuckers, all right? Yeah. And they're going in their trunks. And at first, I thought they were grabbing guns and shit. They right. were grabbing jackhammers and crowbars uh, and shit and stuff out of the trunk. Shit. And we're lined up one side. They're lined up the other. We're about even in the numbers. All these dudes is huge. But I remember it was funny because this parking lot was real quiet. <laughs> one light just shining down on us. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and... um. Nobody came out. The people who wanted to look, they all just looked from around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I remember Lucky going, hey, motherfucker. The dude's like, what? He's like, you guys aren't leaving. And dude's saying this. He goes, oh, yeah, we're leaving. Lucky's like, no. And now, mind you, I was kind of nervous. Like, these motherfuckers is big. Right. Right. I was like, this is like, this doesn't look right, you know? And, you know? and then, and then Lucky's like, no. You're not just bombing on my homeboy and leaving. And at that point, I was listening, and his, his voice just thundered through the parking lot. And I, all of a sudden, I was like, "Yeah!" yeah. You know? I picked. I looked at the biggest motherfucker. I said, like, "I'm going after him." You know? Yeah. And dude, everybody just ran at each other. Everybody just ran at each yeah. other for the class. And I remember I ran up to this big dude. I, I, leaned, I went back to him, and boom, he got me. I went straight, <laughs> straight down to the ground. Man, I grabbed his fucking legs and pulled him down. <laughs> And then Lucky comes over, jumps on him, oh. like just two feet jumps on him, and grabs me and picks me up. Yeah. All of a sudden, cops come rolling. I remember a cop jumps in front of me, like, you want to go with me with his billy club? And then our, home, our home girl. now this girl was bad, Georgie. Yeah, Georgie, Georgie was uh, the first female that hung out with our crew. And mm-hmm. she just comes in the parking lot in her car, and everybody just runs and jumps, jumps in, in the car. Yeah. And she skirts out. out. Yeah. She didn't give a fuck. Yeah, she didn't give a fuck. Get away, chick. Yeah. He just goes down. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, but I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that time because the way he said it, no. You can put an echo to that. No, no. You're not leaving. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you're not yeah, going to yeah, bomb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, it was going down that night. There was no way yeah. around it, bro. And it was oh. true because, like I said, here I was, and like I said, I was kind of nervous. But when he said that, I was like, oh, yeah. A matter of fact, you know, yo, you don't just get the bomb on our homeboy and leave. Right. You know, and that's that's the case. It always came down to that, man. We didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't matter who it was, how many it was. I mean, there were the one time when, uh, that's funny because I think Lucky was in the uh, at a coffee shop next door or yep. something. The we're King at, the, King we're at the King King, right? Oh, yeah. Now it's, rock, <laughs> it's rockabilly night at the King King. Right. Now, mind you, when the rockabilly scene started around Hollywood, when it first started, it was pretty cool. Yeah. A lot of these cats seemed to get a little racist oh, right. yeah, down yeah. the line. Right. 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 So the King that. King was our, our hangout. Right. But we haven't been there for a while, so we all go to the King King's rockabilly night. Now, mind you, I told you, our, our, our clique was Mexican, black, and white, and, you know, whatever, right. Italian yeah. Jews. Right. So, but the there, U.N.? The, yeah. Yeah, and so, LA, but man. there's like two, three of us there that are black. Mm. TK was there. Mm. I was J Love there. I don't remember. 
Yeah. Right? Okay, so there's, yeah. about, there's about four of us then. And so, but anyways, the whole club's all rockabilly. I remember something, I'm sitting down, I think I'm talking to P at the time. I can't remember who, which, which brother I was talking to. But so we're all spread out, like yeah. we usually are. Yeah. And if anything yeah, ever yeah, happens, yeah. we go to see who's yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah, you always know, yeah. probably one of us, we got to yeah. go see, you know? <laughs> right. But, um, <laughs> but I remember TK all of a sudden talking to some dudes, and he picked up a trash can <laughs> and fucking just bottles flying all over and threw it at, threw it at the dude. And, um, and, um, and then I got up and ran over there, and it just started seeming like the whole club tried to jump on us. Man. And, um, mm-hmm. and, uh, Wow, man, I remember this one scrawny cat, this one scrawny kid. I didn't see him when I was fighting with somebody. I was hitting somebody else, and all of a sudden, I see this fist come out of nowhere. It hit me in the neck. My neck Charlie horsed up. Oh. My, my air was gone. I was like this. And I turned around, and the kid's just looking like he didn't know what he did. <laughs> he knew that <laughs> he did something. And then all of a sudden, it was so funny because he was looking at my eyes as I was looking at his eyes, thinking I was about to go, like drop down and start choking to death, you know. And he looked at my eyes. All of a sudden, he see me go like this. <gasps> <sighs> like I got air and he just seen my eyes turn and he just broke out because I, I was like, ah. but, but so we get outside and I remember we let, we leveled that. We, we left people just everywhere and just blood everywhere. Ambulances coming the whole night. And it was so funny because I forgot uh-huh. who, who said it, but he walked up. He's like, you know, one of um I think it was a uh, Richard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Richard, you know, he's not, he's not black. He's uh what is he? He's Chicano. Chicano. Yeah. yeah. So Richard, Richard walks up and like, Hey, them guys didn't even know we were with you. We were just fucking mm-hmm. bailing on them, you know. Yeah. And the lucky comes around, I was like, he's just you were at the coffee shop, I didn't was even at know the coffee shop with some chick. <laughs> right. And I didn't know any of it. Right. Any of it. So they're like, where the hell was Lucky? And I come out, dude, and dude, it's like a World War Bodies Three. It's like World everywhere. War Two out there, bro. But I'm in this coffee shop down down a couple doors, right? And I'm like, how did I miss all this, man? Right. It was place upside down. It was a mess. One of those things where you just step away. Yeah. And a whole bunch of shit happened. <laughs> For some reason, you weren't so. Yep. yep. Well, those yeah. are. Uh, yeah, we had a lot of fucking those, crazy yeah. times. And, and you know what, man? Um, we're, we're, we're lucky, bro. We're lucky because there was a lot of different things going on at that time, right. too, man, in the, yeah. out there, you know? And, uh, and things did happen, you know? Sure. And, um, but. I want to say with all that, Ronnie, because we could go on for days about yeah. war stories. We're, right. we're man. Part I, two. I look back and I'm like, man, Part we're fucking lucky, dude, to be sitting here we with all lucky. our fingers hey, and toes, man. Yeah. You know what I want to say? Maybe. Um, oh wait, before I said too, yeah. I just want to say this, Ronnie. Though, man, like he was, he says that about me, but Ronnie was too, man. Like Ronnie, like Ronnie's gonna back up his GP. Uh, you know, general purpose, or you know, um, right? Um, Proctol. Be he'll stand if he's gonna stand on something, man. He's ready to roll up his sleeves and get behind it, man. Right, he's it, got a lot of integrity. Yeah, man, and like he's been that way, and I've seen it get pulled on him where he's had to. Right. Okay. I mean, you don't always get to see that with people, and then you get to see it multiple times with somebody. You're like, all right, this dude's gonna show up for the dance. He trusts somebody sure. a lot more. I mean, me, yeah. I put a lot on that. Right. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say is is that so <clears throat> there's a couple of things, right? It's in line with that. But one thing people don't, a lot of people might not know about Ronnie when they see him is this is a wilderness dude. That, absolutely, right? man. Right. He is with about the earth. And he's always been about the earth. The, the dude tried to teach planet. me. This guy, this motherfucker right here, tried to teach me how to do Medicine bear? Listen. 
<laughs> Try and tell the bears and bears something. I'll tell you something. Bears fish with their paw. That's this right. motherfucker over here fly fishes with a pole. Oh, and he tried to teach me, and he's got this oh, whole fuck. It, it is a skill. And not only that, you might not even know this, but Ronnie and his old lady, whoever she was, nice gal, mm-hmm. nice right? gal, put up with this guy mm-hmm. over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah she yeah. did. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, they stayed. At our cabin in Washington, and he hung out with my dad. No! Isn't that right? Damn! Isn't that right? Really? Uh That's dope, Let me tell you something. That's that's really special, man. From the Olympic Peninsula. Yeah. That's really special, bro. This guy, my my, uh, sense of friendship or whatever you want to call it with Ronnie goes so deep that he was, I was up at the cabin with my family. At the time, and he was traveling and doing his camping thing with his lady, and then he and then we worked it out that he could come and stay up at the cabin for a couple of days. Guy had dinner with Joe Bowen, oh, right? That's awesome, my sister. Bro. By the way, uh, I wanna... man, I get all emotional. That's awesome. It was good dude. stuff, man. I'll never Do you remember that? Wow. I'll never forget it, man. On the Olympic Peninsula, man. That's what's, the, what's the res up there? What's your res up there? Jamestown Sklalem tribe. Yeah, man. It was beautiful, man. Yeah, and and and, and I'll tell you something. This guy can handle himself out Fantasy Island. He can also handle himself up in a cabin with my dad. You're gonna get respect from this guy. Anybody that can do that shit, man. He sat down and had dinner deal. with the family, right? And and he, Ronnie was so cool. He was like looking at the cabin and where we were. Where is it? Like in terms of like. Describe the cabin a little bit in like the view and all that stuff. So I mean, you pretty much it was pretty much up up a hill. You got to drive. Was a dirt road? It was yeah. a, like a mud road. Uh, it went up a shit. I think about a quarter of a mile up. Right. And um and it was just man, it was beautiful. I mean, you're talking about rainforest up there on the Olympic Peninsula. That's right. Yeah. And and it's on the side of a like a cliff, so you can see all the way to, uh, like across the water in Canada. And it's got this giant deck, and we got like a river rock fireplace on the deck, and all wow, of this stuff. Wow! And so Ronnie was up there. Sean, you've been up there. No, oh, Sean. Even okay. Sean hasn't gone okay. up there. All right, go like, on, he's go just on. not quite polite enough okay, to okay. meet with my. And our skin isn't <laughs> quite dark enough. <laughs> okay, go on. But anyway, yeah. So Ronnie was up there, and um, and we we that was when he was trying to teach me fly fishing, and uh, and also people might not know when I was more of a fat body, right? Mm. Ronnie used to train me to work out. Wow. Damn, you guys, how come? Man. I don't know. I was out of the mix there for a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. Like, you know, so he went on the Dude, this is Ronnie, great, bro. Bro, this Ronnie. And bro. you pulled that fucking stunt with us, motherfucker? What's After all that shit? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> dude, when Ronnie, dude, Ronnie took me down to the park, bro. Like, and I was like kind of really squishy. And he was like at his buffest. Right? And Ronnie be like, yep. all right, you're going to meet me down at 3.30. Yeah, I go yeah, down there, yeah, yeah medicine yeah. balls and yeah. fucking stretch shit, yeah. jump yeah. ropes and all this stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. And we're in front of everybody in, like, Beverly Hills Park, are right? You, hey, and are, you, like, are you pretty, are you impressed with what this guy did with himself? Physically? Yeah, well, yeah, he's holding it together, Fuck man. Yeah. Hey, how, how old are you now, Jumon? 47, my yeah, brother. Man. You know, he's he did sucked. good, right? 
Yeah. Hey, listen, I, it's work to be done still. No finish line, motherfucker. We didn't say that you were done. I don't I know. know where you brought all I'm, that in. I'm, like I'm bringing it for me. I'm bringing it for me. Stop your cool. I'm bringing I it. Okay. I'm bringing it for right. me. Giving and you a compliment. No, no, no. The guy's you like, are. Uh, I, I got, still got more to do. I got to remind myself, all right? There's no finish line. But this guy, right? So, so listen, you got to imagine this, bro. You got to really think about it. Oh. So I'm sitting there short. Split. How long's your hair at that time? I mean, it's normal white people hair, okay. right? I haven't all figured right, out like the whole thing. All right. So I'm sitting there. And I'm like fucking, you know. And then Ronnie is like this impressive, like, you know, Tall, dark, dark fucking muscular. Yeah. Yeah. Every All fucking dimples. Every yeah. Beverly Hills wife that's at that Ooh, track so wants that fucking radiator hose. No doubt <laughs> yeah, about it. No. Glistening. Yeah. He's yeah. glistening, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. He put baby oh, oil on bro. And then I'm shit. sitting there. Cocoa butter. Right. <laughs> I, right. And I look like a piece of uncooked dough right next to him. Oh. And he's like, come on, bro. And then he's like, we got to take our shirts off. And I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? And I did. And you did. And, and it was embarrassing. What bro. happened when Ryan took his shirt off? Are you kidding you me? You had to hand out every neck braces, No, neck no. Braces, every woman there, the, their whole pants just became soaked. I'd never seen anything. <laughs> Like, oh, Niagara Moistened. Falls, Moisture Niagara Vite, Vagina Falls, unbelievable. Never wow. seen anything like it. Damn, and this bro. guy, yeah, and like, look at look at his face. He's, he did, He's turning yes, red. You guys, I'm blushing. Blushing, you can't this, tell. This guy right here, right, bro. Right, right, this guy right here is modest, a lady killer. Right? Every girl that walks in his presence is like, right. I wonder what his dick looks like. I really wonder what Ronnie Cole. So, what do your dick look like, brother? So hey, bro, he's like I, a man of God. was gonna happen. I would have came on your show a lot earlier. Hey, so. Uh, I didn't know that. That's great that I get to find out these things. Right. He, yeah, I yeah, didn't know yeah. that. So we were like, and we did a lot of fucking shit. And you know, he's like kind of like. Hey, he was, he, Ronnie was with me when I tore my major peck. Oh, I know. Man. Hey, 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 hey. Did you hear that me. thing oh, snap? Really? Oh, no. Nah, I just remember looking at Lucky and he's like, oh, 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 oh Ronnie. I'm scared. <laughs> hey, listen, you will be. If your pack ripped, you will be. This is a look on Welcome his face, Republican, man. Uh, yeah, it, felt, it felt like a head of lettuce was ripped apart under, right under my skin Jesus. in here. That's what it felt like, dude. Uh, head of, and I could hear it out loud. Right. Yeah. But anyways, he well, pulled that weight off of me, man. Cause I didn't. Even, I was fucked, dude. If the weight was fell on me, my right, gave up. dude. Yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie, and you know, Ronnie was on the uh, on the sober journey with all of us in some of the craziest sober places, yep. yeah. right? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I've got millions of great stories of Ronnie and I cracking up in the fucking meetings and all this other kind of shit. Um, I we're already. I'm getting a high sign from old Blue Eyes. I know you got a hard stop. I got it, but I've still got 15 out. I'm still got 15 more minutes. Right, but we we're gonna well, so we also are gonna wrap it up, say our thank yous, get it all set up, prop up our homeboy over here on what he's yeah. doing. Next. What are you doing next, and where can people give you money? Like, how's that work? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, right now I'm uh, I'm writing and uh, editing. I got my editor working on a uh, my uh, documentary. It's called what? Free Black Horse. Right. And uh, when I talked about like symbols of freedom, um, and and making the comparison to the black cowboy, uh, to the um to the, the black biker and what they would have meant for all of us to see these uh, symbols of Western freedom. And, you know, because the history is there, you know, you don't hear about these uh, these brothers that rode around in the 60s and 70s on choppers and the whole nine. Right. Just like you don't hear about the black cowboys. cowboys. Stuff the that they're not telling the you in. And I got to yeah. real quickly, as I got to say, that, listeners, Ronnie. Ronnie has and has this the he has a lot of of the he's done the research to find out a lot about 
untold stories right. that you're not hearing about, that are not written in your history books, they're not teaching you about them in school, you're not hearing about them. Right. And my partner, Chuan, has these same stories. And they're American stories, you guys. Right. American yep. stories. That's, that's... And they're not including these stories, and they are really yeah. the makeup of this country. And Ronnie, ha- really, it has, there's a lot of black and Indian and with Chumahan, there's a lot of black and Indian. Yeah. So both of you guys yeah. want to, you guys have amazing stories that you want to start to begin to tell. And I thought the beginning of us beginning to start to peel back some of these wonderful stories that only you two gentlemen could share with us was sitting down today. So there's, you guys are going to get to know Mar- Ronnie more as we move forward. Today's really an introduction, but it's really that driving of that message that I want to be a part of telling, I want to do this with you guys, man. Because you guys are, I have the same conversations with Chumahan alone that I have with you alone right. about this topic. And I'm talking about from a small scale to a large scale. Uh, no limit to right. this, you know. Can I, can I say one thing? Like, so one of the things, I, you know, I have, I have like a so lot hard. of old school footage of brothers on, on choppers and the whole nine. And I remember I had this one. This one uh, cat, uh, Charlie Bidwell, all right? So he, uh, you remember Charlie? Charlie Bidwell, boy, do I know that guy. So Charlie. Charlie, Big thumbs down from Elliot Graber. Anxious, anxious, Darren Craig, same thing. Oh, Anxious, Darren Craig, same thing on Charlie Bidwell. Anxious as a motherfucker, that guy. Charlie Bidwell. Man, I hope they don't ask me to collect the money. Go ahead. So, anyways, <laughs> anyways, he says I had Janice, I had Janice Joplin playing over this this footage, and he goes, he goes, why do you have Janice Joplin playing all over that good old black footage? I said, hey, this ain't a black story; it's an American story. Right. Yeah. And as much as I want, you know, people to see this, so like I want people of color to see these images and this history so that we have more of awareness of who we are in this painting of America. Yes. And so like so much more empowerment to come our way as well. I want the white cat to feel kind of jilted about not seeing his American history too. Right. Sure. Cause it's he'll, his right. History Cause too. he'll see the commonality that right. we have in between stuff. It's right. almost like when I'm go, out, it's almost like out when I'm hunting or something like that. So mind you, I could be, I could be sitting there and I'm working on a job and I see a couple of guys and they're giving me that kind of look, you know, and maybe they, they may be Trump supporters or whatever. They may have their kind of ideas about who I am and they don't really know. Mm-hmm. And, and I walk up to them like, Hey man, you know, I'll see they're wearing something like you guys, you guys bow hunt. I'll say something like that. And all of a sudden their face, will change yeah you know now they're talking to me and not at me or just kind of looking at me a certain way uh-huh. they turn into like little kids now i'm talking about their church i'm talking about what their grandfather took them to do what mm-hmm. their dad took them to do and now we got something in common right you know and all yeah, of a sudden dude, we're, we're, that's, we're that's sharing some stuff shit, dude and, imagine if uh, imagine if people could do that a little bit more in life uh, and that's what and that's what uh when i look at when i talk about this what i'm doing is in the aspect of you know, you think you might just be going to see a movie about bikers when you're really going to see a movie about symbols of freedom and wow. about who we are right. uh, in this uh, in this painting of America. And about who you are, awesome, uh, right? And and yeah, you know, right. and you know, and people don't want to identify somebody who's somebody like a brother. Like you know, you see all these so-called patriots who try to make it like black people are not patriots. Man. But on uh, but by, but we put in a lot of effort. Yep. For this country and stuff like that, and I and to show that I'm how much I love this country and what it has to offer and what we can make it still. 
Mm-hmm. You know, with all this mm-hmm. separation and shit like that, that's, you know, we're going to always have the racist bullshit. We're always going to have these guys who are trying to feed these lies to everybody and stuff like that. So I, I can sit here and try to fight it or I can just try to show you the truth and show you what it really there is. There you go. And there actually, you, go. you know, actually bring you back to a time when it was like, you know, may, like we, there was never a time when it was just everything was great. Never. But maybe a time when things weren't so bad as it is now. And then we all still believe that there was we could move together as opposed to what's happening right now. Right. You know, so it's pretty important to get this done at this point. I mean, I mean in black cowboys. Right. Mm-hmm. Black, black uh, motorcycle riders, mm-hmm. uh, people in the service that defended this country. Mm-hmm. And you guys, these are conver- these are uh, American Indians, too. I mean, these are conversations, listeners, that I've had with Ron. That's why he's here. I've had these with Chumahan. This is, when you get to the bottom of it, man, this is what the hard luck show is about. Right. This type of content and the stories that have to be told, man. And we're going to tell them to you with the help of these guys. Chicanos. Chicanos. All of it, black. Jewish it's all people? about them, yeah. right. right? Exactly. That's what this is America. Black. That's what this you know? is America. Yep. That was the um, plan, Ronnie. Where do people find you? You're gonna be back on very soon. But For where sure. do people find you? Um, and please tell us the name of your documentary, where they can find you. Go well, it. the documentary is called Free Black Horse. Uh, I don't have it up anywhere right now. It's uh, you know, it's just under development, it, construction, yeah, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can uh, email me at a D I N G O. 3232 at sbcglobal.net dingo3232 at sbcglobal.net awesome thank you Ronnie it's wonderful thank man. you for coming on the show and we will you know we're gonna embark on some stuff right on, brother. and I love you bro love you too brother yeah, yeah thank you, you. Hey. Ronnie, hey, thank you. The guy Schwartz. brought me some venison. Yeah, man of his word. I'm excited uh, to eat it. Yeah, I got my awesome. first. My first. I've been hunting, bow hunting, and started rifle hunting. That makes it a lot easier. But I finally got my first big game animal in September. Uh, yeah. Took a buck up uh, up in the D11 yeah, here in SoCal, and uh, yeah, so brought Schwartz a little bit of deer meat. Oh man, right can't on. wait to get my report back to the listeners. Uh, all right, guys, www.supermaxhardware.com. Check us out. We got a thirty percent sale going on on everything right now. Um, vibes, papers, cookies, Soul Assassin, shout that stuff on Oreo, and. Uh, Lepke's going to be covering for me. Um, and that's what I got for right now. Chuban? All right. Hardluckshow.com, hardluckshow.com, hardluckshow.com. Art of War audiobook. Get it, learn it, live it, and stop being fucked up. Also, Ovando Bone LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the Tomahawks fly the best legal representation that money can buy. And we are working on the book of five rings right now. Yeah. Uh, so you better get ready for that because we're going to take you back to school. Uh, and now I'm going to turn it over to Old Blue Eye. www.movemental.media. Also, head on over to that www.hardluckshow.com. LA Crime Mixtape. Yeah. Coming soon. Proto episodes. Very soon. All right. Maybe like next week. Like shout out week. to maybe, the city of Santa Monica. Shout out to Pico Youth and Family Center, yeah. Alex and Oscar. Yeah. Yep. Shout out to uh, Megan. Shout out to my mom. Get better, please. Oh, oh, and, oh, uh, wait. Announcement. A real announcement. My sister had her baby at 3 30 this morning. Mazel Mazel yeah. Mazel she had a boy. 
Yes. Oh boy, and, and may your first child, child be a masculine child. child. I remember so, when she was like twelve. Yeah, you remember? Congratulations, oh sweetheart, and yeah. congratulations. What's the baby's name? Declan. 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 Happy birthday, Declan, and congratulations, sister. Congratulations. And actually, my sister had just had a daughter. What? Oh, Mazel Tov again. Oh, and may your first child be a feminine child. All right, very good. Listen, let's hit them both with the silly cream. Let's go wild. All right. All right. Cosmic Demise, Cool Jewels. Yeah. Right? Cosmic Demise. Fantastic. See you guys later. Somebody goes, hey, yeah, the problem is that. And then, and then I got somebody else looking at me and go, you know what? I drove you to fucking LA. I'm on meth, I'm on heroin, because I can't, you know, like I can't function the